Hello and welcome to the Gird Up Podcast. The call to gird up is an ancient way of telling a man to prepare himself for hard work or a battle ahead. Our work is to reclaim masculinity in the modern world and to live out our calling as men of God. Here you will find a community of believers, brothers in Christ, working hard to become the men that God has called us to be. I am your host, Charlie Jungemach. I'm a teacher, a coach, music director, and a man of God, myself working toward the goal of, like David, being a man after God's own heart. We're happy you could join us. Now it's time to roll up our sleeves, to gird up, and become the men that God has created us to be. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I am Charlie Ungemach, your podcast host extraordinaire. I am a bearded and beautiful man of God. At least that's what I think, and that's what my mother tells me. My mother actually doesn't really like the beard. She likes it better when it's trimmed. Anyway, I want to talk today about kids. I saw a book over the weekend. I actually saw it online, but I did see a book this weekend called Toddlers Are A-Holes. It's not your fault. And I was intrigued by it, so I looked it up a little bit, and I found that somebody I admire, it's a social media personality, he's a strong Christian man, and I admire and respect, although we don't always see eye to eye, posted about that very book a couple days earlier. So I looked it up, and I came across the following comment uh, written by this guy that I am familiar with and just generally respect. He says, this book was on the bestseller shelf at Target. While the culture calls children a-holes, the Bible calls them blessings. Don't believe this lie. Terrible toddlers are just the result of terrible parents. If you work to train and discipline your children, they are a delight to be around. Remember, the only parents who have children who act like a-holes are the ones who are raised by them. And at first, that was repulsive to me, and I was really angry. But the more I thought about it, and the more I thought about it, and the more I thought about it, I realized that I don't disagree with a single thing he said, but I would love to add more to it. I think there's way more to the story, and there's way more to that picture that needs to be painted. So here we go. Let's dig in. We're talking about kids who are a-holes today. I'm not going to keep saying a-holes all the time, but there we go. He was right. He's right that we shouldn't be calling our kids a-holes. Actually, the first thing that I thought of uh, was the phrase that I hear from parents so often, and it's not all parents. I have some really great parents of kids in my classroom, and it's not all parents, but the parents that use this phrase, teachers, you know what I'm talking about. The parents that use this phrase, use it over and over and over again, and the more they use it, the more excuses they have to use it. Anyway, what they, what they say is, oh, he wouldn't do that for no reason at all, or my child isn't like that. Or my personal favorite, what did so-and-so do that made him do that? As if it's some other kid's fault. No matter what it is, take responsibility for your action. Your kid needs to take responsibility for his actions, too. He doesn't need a reason. Your kid does not need a reasonable reason, like a good like can write it down and it's a great idea and he thought through it he doesn't need a reason to sin he's got a reason to sin and it's you as a parent you gave your child the gift of sin your kid 
is an a-hole. Just like everybody else, I'm an a-hole. You're an a-hole. Everybody's an a-hole because we are sinners. And the moment we pretend that our kids don't have a sinful nature or that they're perfect or that anybody in our life is blameless, we, first of all, stray so far from reality it could be delusional. And second of all, we completely devalue the gift we've been given in grace and mercy and peace and forgiveness. We completely devalue the sacrifice Jesus made on the cross. And now I am not trying to start a social media war here. I agree with everything that the guy said. If you know who I'm talking about, I agree with everything he said, and I don't want to argue with him because I actually agree with him. I just want to add a little bit more to the picture, okay? Scripture makes this idea very, very clear. Psalm 51 verse 5 says, Surely I was sinful at birth, sinful from the time my mother conceived me. Not only, like David said, have I been sinful since the moment my parents conceived me, but Paul goes on to say in Romans chapter 7 verses 15 to 25, I do not understand what I do. For what I want to do, I do not do. But what I hate to do, I do. And if I do what I do not want to do, I agree that the law is good, a.k.a. it shows me my sin. As it is, it is no longer I myself who do it, but it is sin living in me. I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature, for I have desired to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For what I do is not the good I want to do. No, the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Now, if I do what I do not want to do, it is no longer I who do it, because I didn't want to do it in the first place, but it is sin living in me that does it. So I find this law at work. When I want to do good, evil is right there with me. For in my inner being, I delight in God's law, but I see another law at work in the members of my body, waging war against the law of my mind and making me a prisoner of the law of sin at work within my members. What a wretched man I am. Who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Wow. That's powerful stuff. If Paul, arguably the greatest of the apostles, can't do what he wants to do and is so wrapped up in sin, what about you and me? And what about that toddler we're talking about? Everybody's a sinner, sold as a slave to sin, 100% bad all the time. Those of us with faith... Well, the Spirit's come into our hearts and begun cleaning, and now because of Christ, there is some good in us, but it's only the Spirit in us that is good. Just because the Spirit's working in me doesn't mean that sin is gone, or that I have like complete or satisfactory or even marginal control over the evil in me, okay? Even though we don't want to sin, we do. The things we do not want to do, we keep on doing, and we're going to keep on doing until the day we leave this mortal life. The day we walk through the gates of heaven, this problem will be gone. But until then, it is our mortal struggle. We will always be sinful. And it's the same for the toddlers and for the kids in our lives and for the teenagers in our lives and the adults in our lives. We are all sinful. The worst but most formative thing we give our kids is our sinful nature. And everybody since Adam and Eve has done that, given our kids our sinful nature. Both kids and parents are so far from perfect, and they're going to be, to go back to the title, they're going to be a-holes. And because both the kids and the parents are so far from perfection, 
We're going to have issues in this life. So yes, good parents will fight the good fight and they will teach their children discipline and they will teach their children honor and they will teach their children to be good character. But no matter how hard we work, no matter how good our parenting is, our children are still going to be so sinful that they can't even control it. They will do the things that they do not want to do just like Paul did, just like you and I do. However, those good parents who do fight the good fight and teach their children what is right and what is wrong will also see that reflection in their kids for eternity. They will see that reflection on earth when their kids fight the good fight just like they did and try to do the good works that they want to do and have the desire to do the good works that they know they ought to do. And because faith has been planted in their hearts, they will be able to do the work that they do want to do eventually one day in heaven. And that's the most incredible gift you can give. Yeah, the first gift you gave your kid was sin, but the most important gift you give your kid is eternal life and salvation. Now, I don't know how far it'll go um, to teach discipline to the students in my classroom and the kids around me every day because I'm not a parent, and it's been eight to ten years before they ever get to me that they've been living in sin. But you know what? It's a fight worth fighting. And I agree. We need to treat our children with respect because they are a gift of God. But we also need to recognize that every single one of us is so drenched in sin, it's going to take a lot of work and a lot of patience and a lot of time to get it out of them. And it's never going to completely leave. We can't expect the people around us to be perfect, but we can expect them to live with excellence. Okay, And that's what we expect of you. So go out and live with excellence and treat everybody with the respect they deserve because they are fighting the good fight. Have a good one. Thanks for listening to the Gird Up Podcast. You can find more episodes just like this one on iTunes or SoundCloud under the name The Gird Up Podcast. You can follow me, Charlie Ungamak, at on Instagram at Coach Ungamak, on Facebook as Charlie Ungamak. Or you can email me on the good old email at coachungamak at gmail.com. Please make sure you leave a review for this podcast. Make sure we get good ratings. And it's time now to go be the man that God has created you to be. God bless.